Alright, my laddies. We are back again, guys, for another episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. Hope you're all having an amazing week, smashing your goals, slaying some dragons, and accumulating high thumos, as the Greeks would say, which is that very much warrior spirit. But guys, I'm very excited for today's podcast. We've got my brother, Mr. Matthew Smith, aka Grey Bala, here to talk everything, speaking your truth and setting boundaries in your life and how powerful this is. Matthew has gone from uh, working in startups that made little to none revenue to now owning his own uh, media company and and videography and, and media content creation company, which is expanding by the minute. And he's had to find recently that setting boundaries has been incredibly important and the internal journey he's gone on to be able to do that in his life with confidence and with clarity. So I shall let the podcast do the speaking as always. Go and enjoy guys and we'll see you in there. Alrighty fellas, we are <laughs> back here today <laughs> for another episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. We've got one of my closest mates and my brother, Mr. Grey Bala, aka Matthew Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me today, bro. Thank you, bro. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so, boys, the main aim of today's potty is to look at all things speaking truth and setting healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How do you even start doing that? Uh, and all those fancy questions that I'm sure is going through your head right now. Uh, and Mr. Matthew has very much integrated this aspect into himself recently and has found that it's brought a lot of massive results into, a, into his life and mm. um, has really reaped the rewards. So, mm. man, just for anyone who doesn't know your backstory, uh, what's the Matthew yeah. Smith tale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Well, I quickly just want to say that that was a fantastic recap of my own life <laughs> in the last couple of months. I'm not oh, sure I could have put it as eloquently myself. That's wonderful. So, a little story about myself. Uh, yeah, like, where do we begin? Um, yeah, Brisbane, born and raised, youngest of three, nice. loving family, uh, strong family values. Uh, I I never enjoyed being told what to do. I was never particularly good at it. And so that sort of led me through my life. I've had about over, you know, 10 to 15 different jobs and it's landed to me to where I am today, which is running my own business and now expanding and bringing on um, a team teaching the new lads, the uh, teaching them the ropes, you know, a bit about business and a bit about the creative side that comes with owning a uh, videography and content creation business. And, you know, all of that does come with its challenges. You know, there's a lot of personal demons that come up along the way, especially when the onus is on you to produce results. You know, there isn't someone holding your hand through through that journey. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of, you know, a little bit about where a little bit about me and like where I am today, yeah. Beautiful man, and it's so awesome to to be on this journey and and uh, to see the evolution, especially. Th- what was it? it? Was about? Was it about like year? Was it a year? year Maybe year two, two, two years, two years, two yeah. years probably now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two years Which ago. Is awesome, yeah, and it's it's so cool. Like I think what happens is is like you meet certain people at the perfect time mm. when you're supposed to uh, and and it just flows. Uh, yeah. And I'm grateful, man, to have met yeah. you. And, and I think it's been awesome to see because, uh, you know, you started your business and you were just really like early into the entrepreneurship mm. world when I met you. Um, and you had yeah. a business with, with one of your mates. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah we, had a, we had a startup that we, um, we started probably about four years ago and we did two years of a startup and... While we didn't make a lot of money, <laughs> it was probably one of the best educations that I could have received ever yeah. um, because it really was just us, two young blokes out there trying to make it. Um, every other week we were saying, we're about to blow up, we're about to blow up. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, you know, we would get the $200 payday for a week's <laughs> worth of work. And we'd be like, oh man, we're making it. We're making yeah, the most money yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, when, the, when that sort of came to its natural uh, conclusion, was probably around the time when we first 
connected yeah. and that yeah. was at uh the Storybridge hotel yeah. and i remember <laughs> I um free. yeah you're, <laughs> yeah you're doing it for free um yeah. i think i quoted for that job as well <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i, I distinctly remember um you needed a lens cleaner yeah. and I had a little one on my utility belt <laughs> yeah, or some right, shit right. <laughs> and, I, yeah, and yeah. I ended that ever. And, uh, yeah, and then we were having a feed after and we were just talking, we yeah. got straight into the, um, the deep end, into the deep, the, yeah. to the deep end of everything about um, life and yeah. um, higher purpose and coming through into our higher selves. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting, man, because I had not met anyone like that on a, on a job at least mm -hmm. that was so um, attuned to talking about, that um talking about that sort of wisdom and that school of knowledge and it was just great man because it was just from the get-go it yeah. was just so effortless to, to like breathe into that yeah because it was as if like they say like you meet people and it's almost as if like you've known them your whole life mm. and i think that is such like a rare thing but it's so fucking awesome when you do yeah but yeah man i remember that like i remember we actually sat down and like we ended up fucking opening up i think we were in like the room the storage room yeah and like we opened up about stuff that like you just wouldn't open up with someone <laughs> yeah you just fucking met, yeah um, that's right awesome but Mm. Yeah, man. And and I think like what's real powerful there is that you've gone from obviously and what's powerful in your story there, if we take it back that, you know, in that startup, right? Because so many of us, when you start into this entrepreneurial world or even just start on some sort of purpose mm. is that there usually is this period of time where it's a lot of testing and there's not that much um, reward coming from it, right? Mm. Well, there is reward in skills, but mm. from like our own viewpoint of like financially mm. is that uh, like in that period of time you weren't getting the rewards that you are mm -hmm. now right and how pivotal has it has that period been for where you find yourself now so yeah really good question and i think that if you're a young entrepreneur it really comes down to do you want to go out and learn those skills for yourself and fail because there's so much success in failure yeah. or do you do you have a really strong skill set already um, and do you want to go out and integrate into a business that's already doing it and learn the processes from the inside out? Mm. And so that when you know you have spent five years or, or however long it might be in, in that organization, now you know how to flow and you can go out and you can you know, start creating your own business there. Um, me personally, that was never going to work. Uh, it's, it's maybe in other jobs. I have enjoyed you know, the structures and I've had other jobs and I've met a lot of cool people. Um, but yeah, those... That, that period of actually going out in those two years and just failing consistently has taught me so much um, in terms of how do I want to handle clients? Uh, what am I willing to accept as a quality of work that I'm going to put out there and the quality of work that I'm actually choosing to take on board? It's taught me a lot about the value of money and how you know money isn't everything, but money is a respect transaction. When someone does a really good job, you know they deserve to be paid. Um, what value that brings to the project and to the team and to the business and its reputation. Um, and I find that has been really, really allowed me to identify skill and to bring people on board and to help kind of give the, give these guys and even for yourself, man, with mm -hmm. the photography work and with these new guys is, is to give them a space now where they can creatively, you know, do that work and express themselves, but then also get that financial reward at the end because as creatives it's very easy to be taken advantage of it's very easy for people to go oh you know just take a photo or just do the video and you know i'll, I'll tell all my friends and you'll get all this exposure and you're like well that's not, i can't fucking eat exposure you know i kind of yeah. i'm not going to sleep under exposure you know what i mean like i need i need dollars in the bank account yeah. um and so that's been the real benefit of of learning this is because i went a long time doing a lot of work, you know, 12 hour days plus back to back five, seven days, 10 days in a row working. You know, my mates are out going on, um, they're going to Croatia on, uh, on a boat, you know, they're going uh, overseas and they're going in the snow and they're going to South and they're going all these crazy places and buying houses and all this other stuff. Um, and I was just like working for, I was living off $10 a week trying to like I was, I was still living with my parents i was like <laughs> yeah. getting in debt i was getting yeah. further and further into the red um but now that i look back on it man i wouldn't have it any other way yeah. because now that i'm here um and, and working and working with these fellas and and this is coming around to to team to team and um creating really good culture is that 
I get so much joy from being able to to sort of uh, be be the head of the dragon in the sense that we're going out and we're looking for damsels in distress. And we'll call them the client or, or whatever. <laughs> I'm not sure I want I like this analogy, but yeah, but we're gonna one. keep going with it. Um, yeah, and being and being the ones to say, look, this is gonna be a great opportunity and um, you know, Darren has this great skill set and he's gonna be really perfect for this job. Pete is gonna be really great for this job. Um, this editing style that we have with Joash is gonna be perfect. Let's let's bring him on board. Now we're collaborating on an even higher level, even delivering more value. Um, and that understanding of respect transaction with money, mm. I have the confidence to go to the client and say, this is how much it's going to cost. Mm. Because I know beforehand, you know, $200 is a lot of money. Yeah. And you'd, you'd more often than not like sell yourself short yeah. um, in that regard. So, um, yeah. No, and I feel yeah. this is really powerful, man, like where you're going with this, because mm. again, that comes back to like where we're speaking our truth and setting healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. And what what was the process of you getting to that space, right? Because obviously there was periods of time, you know, where people did take advantage of your work. and mm. But as well, you're going through this process where you're like, you're figuring it out, right? And mm. you're not going to get this perfect right away. And no. there's that like trial and error process, right? Mm. But what was like the big distinction that you made and, and and like, yeah, so how can someone go about really speaking their truth and staying true to their value mm-hmm. and in times like this? If mm, I understand what you're saying. I really, there's a, there's a part of me that really believes is, you know, entrepreneurs, we really want to enter the market where we see ourselves in 10 years. Mm. That's how I felt. Mm. I was like, oh, I really wanted just to start getting thousands of dollars for jobs and I really wanted to be taken on these really big projects from the get-go. Um, and it's just, I, I had to really learn how to treat it like a career. And in a career, you really, unless, in, in a career, you more or less do need to start from a base foundational level and then build up. Mm. If you start at the top and you don't build your foundation, then you're like you're building a house on sand, <laughs> and so Just it's building the roof. Yeah, yeah, you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're living under the stars. Yeah, um, yeah, you it'll feel, it'll feel great because you'll be like, oh, I'm living in this great house. But then as time goes on, you'll be like, oh shit, I actually I don't have a I don't have a floor, I don't have windows, I don't have a door, yeah. and then I'm cold at night, you know, and all this all this stuff. So. Can you ask a question again? Yeah, beautiful. No, I think you're <laughs> yeah. in a real, play, real good place here because it's like um, you were talking about starting from, you can't mm-hmm. start from like the top. Yeah. So I think that um, you're going to, I think when you're starting out, you're going to have to do things that you might necessarily not want to do. And that comes down to if I do this job with this client, even though I might be compromising on a dollar value or, or, or some artistic integrity, I know that I'm going to be learning a lot and I'm going to be learning a lot about taking on other people's ideas. I'm going to be learning about a lot about negotiation. Um, where am I willing to draw the line in the sand and say no? And so I think what a really key part that entrepreneurs need to embody is that it's not always going to go your way. And you're always there's always going to have to be compromise with clients. And compromise isn't you dishonoring your own values. It's rather using your skill set to help meet and match the expectations of somebody else. And I think that's really powerful and really um, key to understand because when you understand that, then you can go, okay, if that's what I'm, I, I understand that I'm going to have to compromise, cool. But what are my values? Um, you know, integrity, trust, and honesty. Okay, I can still compromise and demonstrate those values with the client and say, uh, let's just take integrity for example. You know, the client might want a piece of music, and you're really thinking, oh, it's really not going to work, and that's not what I feel is going to be best for the product. You can say to them, "Hey, man, I don't think that this video, this song is going to be best for the product. I think we should go like this." And they may say, "Okay," or they may say, "No, I want this music, right?" And then that's okay. You've you've honoured yourself. You've honoured your own integrity. You've drawn a boundary, and but now you just now it's just about compromise. And compromise is going to be something that you have to do. They will, you'll never be without compromise. If you don't compromise, people, you, you'll just become someone who's really difficult and hard to work with. Mm. Um, and you're not, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, you're going to attract people who don't want to compromise either. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and like, when that comes back to it's like, yeah, I think that's really important because it's also when you're setting boundaries too. It's not being a dick about it because you're mm. you're. All, it's also having respect for the other individual and for everyone else. It's just you looking after yourself and and speaking what's true to you. Mm. And I think like what's really powerful there, what you said too, man, is that like when you understand your values and mm. like what are the things that you value, right? And this actually really came through for me when I was in sales, mm. right? When I was in door to door sales and like honesty and integrity and um are all part of like who i am and at times when i felt the person didn't need it you know mm. even though um sometimes in this in the job i was in it was very much just get anyone you can mm. right whereas i very much believe in is that it's being of service to the person mm. and if they don't genuinely need the product then i'm not going to fucking sell it to them mm. for the sake of getting money mm. right and that's my own internal thing and there was times where i crossed that man mm. and afterwards i felt fucking shit mm. right and I, I think what i feel is like being honest about who you are mm. to everyone from the get-go as much as you can right and mm. that's that that comes from like doing the internal work to be more self-aware and to um all these different aspects because we feel also very we, <laughs> we feel shit right mm. when um there's obviously a lot of factors that come into that but a lot of it can be when we're out of alignment mm. in life and to come back in alignment with life is to come back in alignment with our values mm. and that that comes from that self-awareness work um which then again feel like comes back to setting the boundaries and being able to to speak your truth whether that be in work mm. or whether that be in life um yeah man and and how powerful has that been for you in terms of obviously like we've touched base on it here but very much recently you've had a massive shift and i'd love you to touch base on like mm -hmm. the mindset shift that happened yeah so i had, a, had some powerful journeys <laughs> <laughs> and i uh i recently did a really great course with a guy uh dinus yeah. a reap the sword program and what we sort of delved on in this course um, and what I, was, what I was learning about myself is that I had very poor boundary setting uh, examples and habits in my own life. And, you know, I, I took it back to times like really early on in my childhood where uh, my boundaries weren't respected or if I did have boundaries, they weren't... Yeah, my boundaries weren't respected. And so the lesson that I learned was even if you set boundaries, the people are still going to cross them. Mm. So why should you set boundaries in the first place? Mm. And that was something that I lived with for a very long time. And as a result, it had a lot of effects on my relationships, especially with girls. And I know in the past that it has been difficult. And I think in hindsight, I can, I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know, I didn't really know different or I didn't want to know different because uh, the truth was too painful. Mm. And so once I understood that these that I had I had a history, I I identified a pattern, a history of what I was doing. Um I really wanted to make a change and I really saw that this is something I need to learn not for myself but for the people in my community, mm. the people I work with, the people I love, my family, and even strangers on the street, you know. Um and and what I wanted to end up learning and, you know, I kind of went deep and I, I thought back to some really early childhood experiences um, where, you know, where boundaries weren't, um, weren't um, adhered, not adhered to, but respected. And it was like probably with my, my parents, like really early on. And I love my, I love my, I love my family so much. Um, and I just, I just held on to that feeling that I felt when I was like a little boy. And so when you hold on to a feeling that you felt when you're a little boy and you're now a man and you're treating these relationships and you're having these sort of, this is how you're setting boundaries, it's not very mature. Mm. Um, and I, what I really learned was, I was like, you know, my, you know, my parents are people too and people make mistakes and, you know, you can't have one instance dictate how you act for your whole life. Mm. And the lesson that I learned was, you know, that was just a case of bad boundary setting. That's not a case of how boundaries should be set, but that was just one instance where it didn't go well for me. And it was just, it just so happened that it was impactful and something that I remembered for a long time. Um, 
And so the work that I've been doing is understanding that boundary setting is actually really fucking good. Mm. It is probably one of the most, it is the most healthy thing that you can do for a relationship. And even though that it can be tough and sometimes it can be hard because, you know, we may not want to set boundaries because we're telling someone something that we don't want them to do Mm. um, or something that we don't like. And we're worried that by telling them that, um, that they are going to leave us or criticize us or not respect the boundaries. And so it becomes very hard to want to speak up in the first place because you love these people. You don't want to upset them. You don't want them to leave you and you want the relationship to stay as it is. Mm. But then what happens is that without them realizing you're making all of these compromises, you're, you're compromising, compromising, building resentment because you're not voicing how you feel, how I feel. And it gets to a point where you go, hey man, I think there's all of these things wrong with this relationship. And they go, well, what the fuck? Why don't you just bring it up when it happened, dude? This is like happening all the way down the line. Like why are you holding your tongue about it? And um, so having that paradigm shift of being like, okay, well, I'm going to start bringing these things up as they happen. I'm going to do it from a place of love and respect and do it from a place in the intention that the relationship is going to be stronger as a result of this. And so... I learn a framework on how to have these really tough conversations and it's basically, you know, using the I statements. I feel this way when this happens. In the future, I this is how I, I like for these things to... If this conversation is going to come up, this is how, how I feel about it. Um, and maybe that's something that we can drop in, in a link or a bio. We can drop a Google sheet and maybe mm. we can just put down a rough framework for people to look over. That would be awesome. Um, and we can we can structure it out because I'm sure as we talk about it, we'll find <laughs> 10 different ways. And then, <laughs> and then we'll just go down a rabbit hole of framework yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll keep yeah. the flow. Uh, but the result of having this really great, um, having this great framework to, to work in is that my I, I started setting really great boundaries immediately with my, with my friends. I, I was doing a course and I had a friend more or less minimize or, or belittle the idea that men will get together in a group and share their feelings and work to improve each other's lives mm. and i had someone say to me that's stupid and then using this framework i said to them i was like look um this this is really important to me and when i feel really like belittled and minimized when you say those things about something that's really important to me. I support it, the things that you do. I don't feel like I'm receiving the support that I give to you at, the, at this moment. Mm. I really want to make sure is this how we're going to turn up for each other? Because if it is, I'm not, I'm not interested. That's not what I want. And oh man, I've had such an adrenaline rush saying that because I'd never spoken so openly and honestly with someone like that. Um, and surely enough, this person had no idea that that's what had happened. They were profusely sorry. And you know, now we have a much greater relationship because they understand where I'm coming from, where my values are, mm. where I'm at in life and what I'm willing to accept. Mm. And what's naturally going to happen as part of that progress is that you know you might set boundaries with people and they may not like it and they may not respect it. And then you've got to make the decision, okay, am I going to surround myself with people who don't respect me and my values? Or am I going to see it for what it is? I love and appreciate the times that we had together and then, you know, move on, move on amicably. Mm. Um, and, and this just applies, you know, it starts in the personal life and it leads into business. You know, the client is pushing you, pushing you, pushing you. And you can start saying, well, look, no, like this is the expectations that have been laid out in my business. Um, and these are the ones that we're going to keep following. I understand that a boundary for you is to have this sort of turnaround on a product. And I understand that that's important to you. And I want to try and meet you halfway um, to continue this healthy relationship. But the reality is, is that this is what I set with everyone. These are my boundaries that I set with everyone. That's what internally I'm going to stick to. And if we can perform and give you a better product and a faster turnaround, then we're going to do our very best to do that. But understand that that's your boundary, but this is my boundary. And now we can have a dialogue between that and find compromise. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Damn, that was a yarn, bro. <laughs> that was, a, <laughs> that was in the flow, awesome. yeah. Yeah, and there was so much value in that. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but yeah. the real powerful thing there is it comes back to that like internal, right? Mm. Because every relationship is also um, based off of the main relationship, which is the one with yourself. And it will mm. continue to reflect that back. And people don't know how you're feeling or or what you want unless mm. you communicate that. 
And that's who was that? Have it on the airplane. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 they broke through the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that's an FBI agent <laughs> listening into this call. Yeah. China don't want to. Yeah. Was it a Huawei? <laughs> <laughs> King Kong. Oh, King Kong. Wow. <laughs> uh. What's it? <laughs> it comes back to relationship with self, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's like a game, isn't it, right? Like, you'll understand, mm. okay, th- this may be here, like, you get slayed by the dragon. Yeah. Like, okay, fuck, I yeah. set a boundary there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, having a bit of fun with it, too. Like, yeah. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be, like, this completely daunting thing that's as if you're yeah. about to go confront, like, the ultimate fucking beast. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... It's it's almost like um Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. Yeah. And it's, like... Every day he gets a little bit further, yeah. uh, but either like he'll die or he'll wake up and the day's reset. And it's yeah. sort of like boundary setting in a way is that you'll go out and you'll make a mistake and then you'll wake up the next day and you'll be like, oh, oh, that was that was the chance. That was the opportunity for me to set that boundary and oh, I didn't do it. And you know, that's okay. You've identified it. And next, the next day you go out and if something similar happens, you go, ah, I remember how I felt last time when I didn't say something here. Okay, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna let my fucking higher self step through here. I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm just gonna do it, and then you set that boundary, and you know what? You may it may the the first few times it may come across really. You may be really emotionally charged, and it may come come off as tense. You know that. Personally, that's how it was for me when I first <laughs> me started because yeah, I was so yeah. child, I was like, I gotta fucking say this thing, <laughs> and I gotta. I don't know how to say it, and I feel so fucking emotional about it right now. Um, yeah. But it's just practice, you know what I mean? It's just like talking to girls. Um, It's just like kicking uh, a football. Uh, It's like riding a bike. It's like a bunch of other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The old shitting ding ding. The old zippity doo dah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like it really is. It's like everything, you know. Mm. It takes time and you you have to learn how to do it. And especially like if it's been unconscious and you didn't know that like i think the big thing Mm. to talk about here is that the emotions that can come up when you realized that you had been like what they call like self-betraying right and there's a lot of shame and a lot of anger Mm. that can come up and i know that's been present for me and then that inner critic can really like utilize this as a Mm. way to fucking hammer the shit out of yourself because as well, like, part of this work <laughs> is understanding that, like, yes, you are 100% responsible for your life, but it's also understanding that we're always doing the best that we can mm. with the level of awareness that we have. Mm. And the key here is to be kind to yourself. And boundary setting is one of the highest forms of self-love, right? Mm. Because you're basically saying to yourself, like, I'm worth this, I'm worth more than this yeah you know and i deserve more and i respect myself and it's this crazy mm. like thing that happens whenever you set boundary after a while in like a healthy way and then yeah it's laid a few times like this is incredible like xp like, yeah that that like goes up of like self-respect 100 you know? percent. Uh, and there's almost this different aura about you um but again it, as i said it's it's a balance right because it's also understanding <laughs> what usually happens is is that Life is a funny way of when you start setting boundaries, then other people will reveal to you where they need to set boundaries with you as well. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and there needs to be also that mutual respect for other people. And is that when other people do it to you, are there probably going to be some triggered emotions that come up? Yeah. Mm. Like, and it's having the awareness of that. And that makes you more aware of how other people are feeling as well mm. when you're setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So you can have more compassion and empathy. Mm. Um, if they do kind of like kick back that, you know, it's yeah. not you, it, it's them and, yeah. and, and send them love instead of, you know, trying to fucking slay them. Yeah, exactly. Someone comes to you hurt and injured. Yeah. And so you pick up the sword and you, you slay them <laughs> while they're down. Yeah. I'm just on a conquest, bro. Like I'm trying to live that Genghis lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me get uh, a few more extra XP. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I know I know you're injured, but I'm about to level up. <laughs> so you're just gonna have to take one for the team, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. But you're absolutely right. I like when you start setting those healthy boundaries, the you're no like if if you're not setting healthy boundaries, I believe the the opposite side of the coin is that you're just trying to people please. Mm. 
because you'll you'll bend over backwards and go against your own virtues and dishonor well not dishonor but not honor the really important parts of yourself because you're just trying to meet someone else's expectations and you're trying to like meet their version of you and this can be really unhealthy because if someone's version of you is just like like a little bitch right you're going to become a little bitch to that person because you're just trying to like make them happy right but when you have that self-respect that radiates outwards and then you embody what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept and that is so powerful because suddenly you're not living life for anyone else you're living life for you and on your terms and when you come from that place you're going to connect and meet people who are also living life on their own terms and understand that boundary setting and respect for self allow them to get to this spot and so they're going to understand that to continue staying in that spot with these people that they need to learn to love and respect those other boundaries. Mm. And what happens then now is that you'll slowly start to filter out people in, in your life who, um, who, who aren't aligned with that. And you're going to start meeting people who are aligned with that. And if that's your mission and that's your purpose, I've got to say one of the, one of the greatest lessons from, from um, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur and, and building these teams out and you know, taking a less traditional route in a career is that when it's all about who you surround yourself with it is all about culture and when you can like build that team and you surround yourself with people like that your capacity to to output and to enjoy life just goes up so so much it is just so incredibly powerful and this is coming from someone you know i was in a startup and it was two of us and then i went out on my own and I was working on my own for like two years. I was just out there hustling on my own. And yeah, well, it was fun. And I think I needed that time to do the work. Mm. And I needed time to sort of, in a way, withdraw into myself to, to go internal and to do the work and be like, well, you know, the last five, ten, ten years of my life, I haven't been doing healthy boundary setting. And I'm not happy with the virtues and values that I'm holding on to right now in my current roster right imagine like a team you know i have a roster of 10 values you know there's a lot of other people who didn't make the team but they're just as important and they're the ones who i want to have playing for me and that's like trust honesty respect Mm. versus um dishonesty lying and fuck man even maybe manipulation Mm. and yeah fuck you know like that's not a healthy team to have and by going and but you know by going away and trying to do that internal work and foster and bring out these new values guess what i'm fucking surrounding i'm surrounded by people now who value the same thing and i fucking love it man it's sick no one told me life could be this good (laughs) and it's fucking amazing yeah yeah and that's like down that's down to like the work you've done right because it's a reflection too yeah um and that's like really is the power of like doing the internal shit Mm. as much as like as much as well i don't like to call it shit i think it's beautiful work mm. and it's where the real juices of life yeah comes from. Um, <laughs> yeah so that is so powerful man and, and that comes down to as you said like who are the people that you want to have around uh and what sort of person do you want to be and what do you believe in as an mm. individual right and your call will usually know like you, our mind will make up all these fucking stories and i'm sure there's some people on here are like oh well i don't know yeah what it is but you do right mm. and you just have to look inside there and be really fucking honest with yourself because maybe for a long while you haven't been honest with yourself or you or someone told you or you felt that you couldn't be or maybe what you valued or what you loved didn't matter mm. right but it does mm. and all of ours does uh, and once you get clear on these things, that's really, really powerful, man, because then you figure out, mm-hmm. like, who are the people who I want to actually surround myself with, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe after that, there's going to be some tough conversations that come up because you might be mm-hmm. some awakenings into that you're not r- surrounded by the people who are really aligned with who you want to be. And I think we've both in been in positions there mm-hmm. where we had to um, separate ties with with people who weren't, were no longer aligned with who, we, who mm. we were. You know, I know in the past with friends group and things like that. Mm. Um, and I actually really, when did that just fucking break through? <laughs> like, I didn't realize, <laughs> I set a boundary there. You're getting a really download here. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, fucking proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good on you, little Daz. <laughs> yeah, bro, you fucking should be proud <laughs> yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then, and then as you said, man, it's funny when one door opens, another opens, and mm. you're actually now allowing space for people aligned with your true self mm. to come through. Because the most powerful thing is, right, 
Um, I remember I had this quote, and it's like, sometimes we manipulate ourselves to we manipulate ourselves to fit in, right, with mm-hmm. a certain crowd, right. And it never really fills the hole, right? And we feel that, oh, the rejection's going to hurt and all that sort of stuff. But when you actually start to be honest with who you are, not only will you feel better in yourself, mm. but when people come and love you for your true self, it feels so much yeah. better. Yes. Like, it feels so much better because mm. you're not being anyone else you show up as you and then you're like yeah and mm. people love you for well it's you like if you're are. putting on a mask and people are like man i love this version of you I lo- oh yeah i love this yeah. version of you and i love this person and you go at the end of the day you go home and you take that mask off and you look in the mirror and it's you and that's not the part of you that's being loved and appreciated holy fuck man that is like i can only yeah. say it fucking sucks because i've been there me too it's it's the fucking worst yeah yeah and the thing you said before and maybe backtracking a little bit but it's like yeah doing this work and it's not shit like you know the the semantics or whatever of how we word it like you know for some people it'd be shit for other people it would be poo or you know it'll be whatever um it is really hard work it's really stinky work because you're going to be like going into these places and you're going to have to admit that there have been parts where you've been dropping the ball and you can make as many excuses as you want and you can tell as many stories as you like, but deep down you already know if that's something that you're willing to accept or not. And then you just got to come to a place to say, okay, I'm willing to accept that this is how it's been. And now I get the the joy of loving myself and deciding what I want to do about it. Yeah. And it's really tough work because sometimes people don't want to do it. And if people don't want to do it, that's okay, you know? And I I want to believe that I'm going to love and respect you in the ways that I can. Though there is a certain, there is a, you, you really temper yourself in the fire. It's like a forge. You know, these are, this is really hard and sometimes it's going to get really fucking hot. The heat's going to be turned up. But your metal from putting yourself through this process is just going to be stronger and stronger and stronger. And eventually you're going to be going out there having tempered your sword in the fire over and over and over again. And now when you go out into the world, you're going to have a really strong weapon. And that is like your mind, your heart, your gut, your spirit. And it's going to be easier for you to see things and to be yourself because you know that you are yourself. You are not a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and you know that no matter what happens, like you've got yourself. Yeah. Right. And then you'll have like authentic relationships around that have got you, but they're mm. built off of that foundation of of the true self, right? Mm. And like, I understand like it's fucking scary when you first mm. start to take off this mask oh, and feel and look at this stuff, right? And it can be extremely overwhelming. Um, so if, if there's any dude out there listening to this or woman, mm. um, you know, and you're going through that process right now, like uh, both myself and Matt see you, we feel you, mm. we honor you. Uh, that it it's not easy, mm. but it's so worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it it is absolutely worth it. And you know, love yourself. There can be times where you might be confronted with things that you're not proud of, and then you're not happy that you've you've done it. Um, and that's okay. I want to invite you not to. Just to sort of like accept that it's happened and to let it go and that you are actually a really cool and sick person. You do have a lot of skills and values and talents that people love and admire you for and this feeling you may be feeling is because you may know that you haven't been honoring that part of yourself. You haven't allowed that light to shine through and it's there and you're a beautiful soul and I'm looking through to you right now. I hope you can feel me with you right now. I hope you can feel us with you right now because you are enough and you are going to be able to work through these things. And, you know, it does start with being honest with yourself, realizing what boundaries that you haven't respected in yourself and then just starting to adjust. And you're going to go through periods where you may drop off with your social groups. You may want to change your career. You may want to change your life completely, you know, and that's just part of it. But 
you know, really trust in yourself. It was really fucking hard for me. There were times where I wanted to give up. But now that I'm here, I'm just so grateful for all of those things having happened. Because life wouldn't be as sweet as it is today if we didn't uh, get our get our feet dirty <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah. I agree. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's beautifully said. Beautifully said, my man. Mm. Um, yeah. You, as I've said in many podcasts, it's like you are exactly the person that you're supposed to be. Mm. And it's the most beautiful thing when you allow yourself to honor that, mm. right? Um which is amazing. So, man, if you were to speak, I know you you almost pretty much did that. <laughs> but I love this question yeah. to yeah. like tamper it off. Mm-hmm. If you were to visualize the version of yourself that was in the most turmoil, mm-hmm. all right, and I'm sure you can visualize that part now, mm-hmm. and you were to go back to him as you are now, Right, because he's out there, someone and someone else, somewhere and someone else. Mm. What would be your advice to him? And yeah, just what would be your advice to him in whatever way that that comes through for you? I feel like the first thing I'd say to him is that it's okay to cry. Yeah, I think it's such a beautiful release. Because usually at the end of being sad and crying, there's also some sort of humor or beauty. <laughs> yeah, in it. it's like this I find when cheeky I, laugh. When I cry, I, I laugh and I just go, like, oh, what the fuck am I crying about? <laughs> you know, like I feel better about it now. I tell him it's okay to cry. I tell him that he is loved and that he is enough. And that if he feels like there's something else that he should be doing, then he should do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I feel, I feel with that people will know, you know, I don't, I don't know the answer that you need to hear, but all I can do is, is tell you that. And then you're going to know what that is. And then you're going to use that information. You're going to pick that up. You're going to pick up that sword and hopefully use it to cut through the thorns. You know, and then you're going to get onto the next stage. Mm. Yeah. And there's always another level. There's always, there's always another <laughs> yeah. level. Yeah. But it does get more beautiful. Like one of the best things I heard is like, don't get bitter, get better. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. It's, mm. um, really? I thought it was get bitter, not get better. <laughs> oh man, I've been living life. Oh damn. <laughs> doing it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing on the... It's... it's it's 11-11, so there we go. Oh! Ka-ching, ka-ching. Bro, that Matrix, is the... we're in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's great. Yeah. I love that. Okay, sweet. How long are we running for? I think we were under an hour. Under an hour? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Dude, good. this has been really fun. Yeah. I actually, I'm not going to lie, guys. I was a little, uh, a little nervous. Darren's <laughs> like, oh, we're going to be talking about boundary setting and communication. I was like, I don't think I know anything about that. <laughs> um, and the wisdom. Of yeah, yeah. And then we got into the flow. And I feel, yeah. yeah. No, you got your water. Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, man, I feel mm. like we've we've flowed super well. Mm. Like, uh, what do I feel? Before we top it off, healthy male relationships. Mm. What are they? Mm, what are they in like, yeah, how can you spot like uh, the difference between mm. a healthy one and an unhealthy one and how important are they? Yep. So healthy male relationship um, characteristics to look out for is open and honest communication, kind, radical honesty. Um, If there's something that's like got your goat, you know, bring it up and talk about it and have a clearing about it. Um, Yeah, I would say that's something to look out for. and there's a certain amount of this. There's a, there's a saying, I don't know if I get it right, but it's like your greatest friend should also have the capabilities to be your greatest enemy. Mm. And it sounds a bit funny, but you know, you use it in the sense of competition. And you know, shout. Out, I'm going to take it back to a story here. Shout out to my man Jordan, um, Jordan V. We used to go to the gym together uh, 
when we were like first getting out of high school, we did for about like two years. And we used to talk a lot about, um, you know, our, like we started to build a philosophy for life. And it was like, you know, no one else is going to lift the weight for you. No one else is going to eat the food for you. No one else is going to do anything for you. So you're going to be the one to do it. And I know that in that gym that we were pushing ourselves like more than we had before. And there was a certain amount of, amount of really healthy competition. And healthy competition between blokes, I think, is so important. Um, because you're right, we are we are warriors, we are leaders, we are um, majors and we are lovers. And we need people to push us to achieve our higher selves. Mm. Um, and sometimes that can be tough. Sometimes we don't want to be pushed, but we need to be ready and willing to accept the challenge. Yeah, I think healthy competition and open and honest communication, for sure. Because that's almost like the balance of both energies, isn't it, right? Mm. And yeah, I love that, man, because it's like, I remember when they taught Conor McGregor, I think Aubrey Marks was talking about this, bro, where Conor McGregor, when he steps into the ring, right, if he doesn't step forward as his best self, Mm. he's doing the other dude a disservice because when you naturally step forward as your best self, Mm. you're calling forward the best version of the other person, right? Mm, mm. And that's where like healthy competition, because there is like a fine line between healthy competition and unhealthy, you know, um... But yeah, and it's 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 bringing out the best self f- from your perspective because it's love of self, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But then for the love and respect of the other person, you n- it naturally brings or you're calling forth their best version because you know that's the thing that's going to bring them more love, that's mm. going to bring them um, more vitality in life and bring them mm. more purpose, and and because you want to see your mates mm. win, right? Mm. Um, yeah, and I think it's mm. I, I, like I feel from my perspective, like of course, like ego and stuff is going to come up mm. in in relationships and things. But again, it's just being aware of that stuff, and it's taking as you when you talked about you're like when you're talking about communicating boundaries, where you say I right, so mm. I feel this way, so mm. that's you, like taking ownership mm. from your perspective of life, yeah, and your world. It's really important um, just to touch on that. If you're on the other end of that, if someone's coming to you and says, look, I feel this way when you do this, I, th- I think there's a certain responsibility that you have to have to realize that your actions have an impact on others mm. and your actions may have actually had an unintended consequence that you didn't intend on this other person. So it's really important to yeah own how you feel and to say, I feel this way when this happens. But then if you're on the other end, it's important to say, okay, look, um, I, r- I now know how my actions affected you and because I value you and I love you, I don't want to impact you in that way. So I'm going to do my best to to, to meet you here and to, to meet this compromise here. Mm. And I think that's really key. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, really important. Yeah, and that's been very present for me recently as well, you know, and it's, um, yeah, it, it is understanding that everything you do does have both like a cause and an effect, you mm. know, and, and with other people um and we're not going to get it perfect you know none of us are perfect and we're all going to fall over every now and then um but again if you can start creating that open dialogue with people it really just allows you to be more open more free more accepting of yourself uh which is what we all really want at Mm. the end of the day Mm. you know yeah be free that's it yeah we want to be free (laughs) yeah beautiful well, my the man. truth will set you free. <laughs> <laughs> it will, yes. even if it hurts. Yes, that's it. It will always set you free, mm. 100%. Alrighty, Miladi. Well, look, we'll leave it at that. Thank Perfect. you so much, my brother. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did a fucking awesome job. Yeah, dude, this is a lot of fun. You get in, get into a flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. All right, yeah. man. Well, thank you, my brother, for jumping on. I respect you. I honor you. I love you, man. And... Uh, it's awesome to be on this journey together. Likewise. Thank you very much, Jaren, for having me here. Um, it was a lot of fun and I really love the work that you're doing out there because I know you're changing lives. And I know someone's, I, um, I believe, I know that someone's going to hear this and it's going to have a positive impact in their life. And that's fucking sick. <laughs> Hoorah, we did this together, bro. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, cool as. So, boys, as always, um, if you want to reach out to Mr. Gray Barlow, you can. I'll link all the stuff below. Uh, you will have his Facebook, Instagram, uh, and in the future, I know he's going to play a massive part in brotherhood in, mm. in one way or another. Uh, and 
look, we'll link a little Google sheet below in terms of like yeah, framework, framework for framework boundary setting. For boundary setting, which would be awesome. Yeah. So if that's something that you're feeling called to right now, we've got that below. Uh, I am going to be starting a six-week program. So if you're wanting to see if you qualify, just jump on the website below, book a free call with me, um, and we'll see if you're a right fit for the Brotherhood program mm. and if we can help you in any way. Um, that's what we're here for. And also mm. there's a free group below. Feel free to jump in, both myself and Greg Barley in there and plenty of other lads. I think there's about 90 different lads in there now. Mm-hmm. So if this resonates with you, go ahead, jump in. You know, it's free support, free value. And mm. we're, we're open to help in any way we can. Maybe we should say something about the uh, the circles and facilitation. Yes. 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 cool. So, <laughs> also, <laughs> so myself and Grey Bala are looking at running a what's called like a I like to call it like an emotional and mindset gym, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. this is in Brotherhood. So, what we're looking at is that we're going to be doing uh, a monthly subscription of $30. Mm-hmm. And basically what that includes is a men's circle every week mm-hmm. each month, all right? And then you're also going to have support. Um, there's going to be group chats and obviously the Facebook group mm. um, for each individual as part of that program. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, Matthew has learned a very specific process on all the stuff we've talked about today mm-hmm. on how to get in touch and, and uh, touch a bit yeah. deeper on what the delve is and, and yeah. what that means. So, basically, uh, it's, you know, it's preparing you mentally and emotionally to go out and be in a healthy place to start setting these boundaries and start taking these actions in life. Um, and so really quick, it's about, you know, creating a dialogue with your emotions, uh, disassociating from them, hearing them out, and then turning up as your higher self or the king, as we like to call it, and taking action on behalf of everything that's going on inside you. Mm. Because if we feel angry and we let, you know, that anger sit in the driver's seat or if we're, or jealousy and we let jealousy sit in that driver's seat, you know, that's where, that's the foundation that we're going to act from. When we really learn to disassociate from our emotions and turn up as the king, you know, we're still going to feel angry. We're still going to feel sad. And these parts, these are all parts of us and we love all of them. Though we're turning up as our higher self and acting on behalf of all of those emotions. Mm. And so, that has been really powerful for me because it's allowed me to handle situations a lot better mm. and to come with a more holistic outcome that's in line with my values and to not act out of jealousy or anger or, or sadness, you know. Yeah, so we, we really talk about that. We, we facilitate, um, we do real-time facilitation. Um, if there's things coming up for you out there and, and you want to sort of ha- have a process to work through it, we facilitate um, and it's a really open and honest and loving experience. And you get to cre- connect with other guys. Mm. You get to support other men going through the same thing. Uh, you'll learn a lot. And you're going to be making leaps and strides and bounds. At least strides and bounds. You know, in your own development, in your own way that you're handling and processing um, all these emotions and, and thoughts going through your brain. So it's really, really good. A lot of value there. Awesome, guys. And look, we'll link more info about that soon. Um, that should be underneath there soon. Uh, and we'll be in the Facebook group as well. So mm-hmm. go ahead and jump in there. Uh, but keep your eyes peeled for that, my lads. And um, yeah, we're here to serve you, here to guide you and mirror back you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's all the journey to the best self. Beautiful. Alrighty, guys. Well, look, peace and love. Uh, and we will see you next week. Much love, everyone. Take it easy.